grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. My dear Christian friends, a small boy went to bed, and five minutes later, he called out, Dad, what? Can I have a drink of water? I'm thirsty. No, you had your chance. Go to sleep. Five minutes later, Dad, what? Can I have a drink of water? I'm really thirsty. No, now go to sleep, and if you say anything again, I'm going to come in there and have to spank you. Five minutes later, Dad, what? When you come in to spank me, can you bring me a drink of water? (laughs) So there's a guy who was really thirsty. Well, we all thirst for something. We long to be loved. We crave happiness and joy. We are desperately searching for meaning and significance. Depending on our age, we are looking forward to the end of school or to find a job that really satisfies us. We want our health back. We want the economy to improve. Maybe on Tuesday, we want to have the right politicians in the right place. But without Christ, we go through life dried up parched, dehydrated, thirsting, but never having that thirst quenched. We realize that there's something wrong, that our marriage is failing. We're not satisfied at work. Our children lock themselves in the room with their device. We feel an emptiness inside. And so we try to fill it up with all kinds of things, like shopping, hunting, scrolling through social media, taking our kids all over the place, or just plain busyness. But the problem is our sin. Our sin sucks the life out of us so we become dehydrated. You and I know that it is not healthy to only drink occasionally. It is not good for our bodies to only have a drink of water every once in a while. Every year, there are stories of athletes and older people that become dehydrated and die. Their bodies just shut down. And if that can happen to us physically by not drinking enough water, what do you think happens to us when we do not drink enough of the spiritual water? We need to be drinking weekly, daily, regularly from the water of life that is in God's word and his sacraments. And if we don't, then our souls will shrivel up and die. Then we will be like that rich man begging for someone to come along and dip his finger in a little bit of water to place it on our tongue because we are burning up in the fires of hell. A phrase that is often used with, in hurricanes is this, the water always wins. Both meteorologists and rescue personnel will use that phrase as a warning. Because when it comes to catastrophic events like hurricanes, we cannot imagine that you can defeat the weather and win. Water has a way of always seeking wherever it wants to go. It will go to the, its level, and it will go as high as it wants to go. It will force its way through the smallest hairline crack and then wash everything away. Water can kill you. Most people that die in hurricanes don't die from the, the high winds or the debris. They die from the surge of water. 
several weeks ago with Hurricane Ian. In my newsfeed, I watched three guys decide that was the right time to go swimming underneath the piers in Fort Myers, Florida. When the water came surging in, they were like dish rags in the washing machine. They survived by the grace of God, but it was extremely dumb and dangerous. And yet, how often don't we play with so, with so many things that we think can quench our spiritual thirst, but they threaten to drown us in the deluge? The music that we listen to that really just glorifies selves. The government officials and the experts that we put our trust in, and yet those are the ones that promote feelings over biological facts. The entertainment that we enjoy that corrodes our Christian values. And where does this filth come to us? Well, most of it, it comes to us through our screens. And yet, how many of us limit the amount of time that we sit in front of our screens? How many of us limit or look at or filter what is coming into the screens of our children and our grandchildren? No wonder that we and they are so down and depressed. The devil's deceptive lies are getting into the eyes, ears, hearts, minds, and souls of us, our children, and our grandchildren. And honestly, this is dumb and dangerous. At our first Wells Youth Night last Friday, our keynote speaker gave a startling statistic to the teens that were there. He asked a question. I'll ask you the same question. What percentage of Christians do you think give up their faith while in college? 40%? 50%? 60%? It's 70%. That only 3% out of 10 Christians hold on to their faith during the years while they are away from home in college. And that's why it is so incumbent on you as parents and grandchildren, as parents and grandparents, to stay on your children and grandchildren to make sure that they are connected to Jesus, whether they're in college or as young adults in the workforce. Connected to Jesus in their church or another church and a campus ministry. Because the devil is going to work through his deceptive lies to work through that hairline crack to wash away everything that you and your children have worked on for the past two decades. And that's why I keep reminding our children and in, at WS and at Shoreland that they need to be in God's Word. The Holy Spirit needs time with them. He needs time to be in God's word with them in their grade school and their high school. But we need to understand that these children and teenagers, they, they understand that what they're learning in school, they get a grade for, and so it becomes drudgery. And so they need to be in God's word at Wisconsin Lutheran School and Shoreland Lutheran High School. And then in God's word away from school at home and in our Sunday school, and in their church home. We and our children are constantly deluged by the devil's flood of deceptive lies. We and our children need to be made strong enough to stand up against this deluge 
by drinking deeply, freely, regularly from the water of life that Jesus provides. And Jesus provides us this water of life freely, regularly, constantly to quench our thirst for the forgiveness of sins. And this water of life flows freely through God's word, through a sacrament of baptism and a sacrament of the Lord's Supper. This water of life is Christ living, dying, and rising again for the forgiveness of sins, for new life and salvation. God said and invited in the Old Testament, Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy and eat. In the Gospels, Jesus invites, Whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. And now in heaven, Jesus again invites in our sermon text, To anyone who is thirsty, I will give freely from the spring of the water of life. Jesus says that he is this water that continually and constantly and eternally satisfies. And what is that spiritual thirst that only Jesus can satisfy? It is that heartfelt feeling that we need to have our sins removed from us as far as the east is from the west. It is that feeling that we need to learn how to be content, that we need peace in our lives. It is that knowledge and that confidence to know that when we die, there's not just blackness that's waiting for us, or worse, there's not damnation waiting for us, but rather what's waiting for us is to be in home sweet home of Jerusalem, the golden in heaven. And Jesus doesn't want to quench this spiritual thirst with pleasures or knowledge or gods of this earth. He offers us this water of life free of charge. Because it doesn't matter how much you own or how much you make without Jesus. This life is unending and unmet thirst. But with him, there is spiritual satisfaction and salvation for the soul so that we might have this spiritual thirst quenched that's the whole reason why the son of god left his throne in jerusalem the golden to come down to this earth to be laid in a manger for 30 years later to go into the dirty waters of the jordan river to get dirty with our sins and then still dripping wet from his baptism to be driven out into the desert by the Holy Spirit to defeat the devil's deluge of deceptive lies and temptations. It's why Jesus lived perfectly so that he could give that perfection to us. It's why he suffered and paid for our sins, dying on the cross. But he didn't stay dead. He rose again gloriously on the third day, showing that not even death can keep us from being re of having that water of life come back to us and having our thirst quenched. These waters come to us from Jesus and they flow out from his throne in Jerusalem, the golden in heaven. And these waters of life, they are effective for everyone of every age in every situation for the convict in prison these waters of life mean that though this guy has done 
horrific things that he has hurt himself and those around him, yet his sins have been washed away. These waters of life mean for that depressed grandmother that, yes, she should continue to receive her medications and receive counseling, but it also means that Jesus Christ is building her up to make her into the kind of wife and mother and grandmother that Jesus and her family need her to be. These waters of life mean for that grown adult as he is saying goodbye to his dear and dying father that they mean it when they say, I'll see you again. Because they know as Christians they will be gathered as saints around God's throne in heaven. For that woman that has had a really difficult year as she has lost her job, so now she is poor and hungry. That she has lost her mother, and now now she is mourning. And yet through it all, she continues to stand up and advocate for the life of the unborn, and so now she is canceled and persecuted for her Christian faith. And yet she rejoices because she knows the words of Jesus, that she is blessed in her poverty and hunger and mourning and persecution because she knows that Jesus, above it all, is sitting on his throne. And he says from his throne, it is done, it is finished. I am the, Ome- uh, the Alpha and the Omega. He is the one who is in control. So brothers and sisters here at Water of Life, you are thirsty So keep drinking deeply from the water of life. Amen.